another day. All right, let's ride. funky goodness every Monday morning or even late Sunday evening sometimes I gotta make this one short and sweet a couple of things I want to touch on real quick but hopefully everybody listening is doing good hopefully you come back and listen again apparently I'm on Podbean didn't know that so if you got a friend that don't have uh, an iPhone like some type of Cretan or peasant let them know if they get a Podbean app or get the Podbean app I'm on Podbean as well and Stitcher tune in YouTube, Google Play, somewhere else I forgot, um, Libsyn, iHeartRadio, and I guess soon to be on Spotify, but I'm everywhere, SoundCloud, that's the other big one, I'm on SoundCloud as well, so let them know all that, now let me jump into this podcast off the gate, I'm going to talk about the NFL draft, I'm not going to go in depth, I don't have a lot of time to talk about any of this shit, but I figured I'd give you guys how I felt about what transpired this week. First and foremost, this is probably one of the best drafts I watch, not based on personnel, but based on personnel decisions. I feel like a lot of coaches and general managers and teams, or whoever, we'll say front offices, I feel like a lot of these groups went out and got actual fits for their team versus best player available. I don't think we're going to see a lot of a lot of bust in this in this draft. I don't think there was, like, one real, real superstar other than, like, Kyler Murray. And he's a rookie. It remains to be seen. He'll be a rookie in a new scheme on a new team with a new head coach and everything. So, I know they still got issues to work out on defense a little bit. But I'm not thinking he's going to be a bust. The way the league is now, if he can get in the field room and do what he's got to do, he should be straight. But as for my Jaguars... Stick with the stiff with the Kentucky linebacker in the first round and then getting the, the first round talent and that Florida offensive tackle. I think they did well. I think the Jags did really well in the draft. I didn't get to watch the whole thing because I had to have family time. That shit was three days long and I ain't doing all that. My Bears got a few running backs. They got a, I forgot who else they got with their first pick, but I know they got a few running backs. Forgive me for not knowing, but I looked over the draft list and I don't remember it now, but. I like what they did. They're just trying to build depth and figure out who's going to be the guy next to um, the guy we back now. God damn, I always get confused. I want to call him Kareem Hunt, Tyreek Hill. He's not, but he's fast, and he's from uh, a HBCU college, and he made it, and he's busting people ass in the league. I'm sorry I forgot his name, but everybody who's a Bears fan knows homeboy is cold. Out the backfield, kick return, he's a fucking weapon. So they're trying to find a running back to compliment him since they lost the one they had previously. One time with Jordan Howard, I wish you well. Not a lot of Seminoles in this draft. That's okay. Hopefully our best player stays back. Hopefully our offensive line is back. I probably won't be able to see any of the games, but it's all good. I'll be keeping tabs. On to the NBA playoffs. And I will say this. Um, the Clippers, 
were probably the team LeBron should have went to. From what I've seen watching them play, every player that LeBron needs to win is on the Clippers. He chose the wrong locker room for that stadium. If you look at Gallinari, if you look at Patrick Beverly, if you look at um, Lou Will, if you look at Montrez Harrell, you drop LeBron on that team and it's a different ball game. That way you got a 20-point scorer who can move the ball. And you got a decent bench. So I think LeBron on that team would have been a hell of a move. And if you look at Tobias Harris, he has kind of an all-around game. I'm not saying he's anywhere near the level of LeBron. Not by any means. Good player. Probably should have been an all-star. But what I'm saying is the fit, everything, is right there. You know, I think he... uh. He made a bad choice this time around going with the Lakers. He made a bad choice, and they still got room for a max contract. So we could have got somebody else to come and play with him on that great team that has a great car. They're not a great team. They're a really good team that has potential with a great coach. That's, that's, where, that's the way I see it. And Patrick Beverly is going to have to be paid. Patrick Beverly is going to really have to be paid this time around because he showed his ass in the playoffs, D'ing up shit everybody from Kevin Durant to um, Steph Curry and being a nuisance. Like, he single-handedly, in my opinion, won them um, game five. I think game five, I saw the way he came out on the court. He set the motherfucking tone. And when it comes time for playoffs, you want somebody on your team just like that. At least that's how I feel. That's just me. But I'm talking about that too long. I got to move on. Somebody pay Patrick Beverly. I know he's pissed me off with his physical play in the past. And I might have seen him as a person that injures people. But looking at him play, I don't know. He's physical. I will give you that. He's physical. He's a little guy that's physical. But I want somebody on my team that's going to be able to to bring it to whoever. Because Draymond is my favorite player. So y'all know how I'm giving it up. Anyway, moving on. Three Pennsylvania uh, men have reportedly been um, charged with sexual assault on animals, and they will spend 41 years in prison. So over the course of five years, these three gentlemen have sexually assaulted multiple animals, and for their crimes, they will be spending 41 years in prison. I don't know. I just don't know. This is where we at in the country with people out here doing this type of shit. The craziest thing about this is it wasn't one person. I don't even know how you found the other two people. I don't know how, if this was something you're into, you told somebody else. And the, the likelihood of three people in one area being into the same shit, unless there was like a ringleader, maybe it's like some type of cult ritual. I don't know what it is, but that's sick. That's beyond gross. It's like, did y'all share the goat? Were y'all running trains on the goat or the cattle or whatever it was that you guys were sexually assaulting? And this this reminds me of, of a while back when I first started doing my podcast. There was a story about a, an orangutan that had been shaving and had makeup put on it, and they were pimping her out of a whorehouse. 
I forgot. Um, I think her, yeah, her name was Pony. <laughs> this is, I mean to laugh. It's fucked up that somebody would do that to an animal, but it's funny to think that somebody would do it and monetize it. The world is a crazy place. But I'm glad these gentlemen are being locked up because this is ridiculous behavior. No no person should be allowed to sexually assault an animal because if it was on the flip side and bulls were just running around raping dudes and women, people would be in an uproar. And to be fair, we, we, we do kind of eat them and slaughter them and shit. So I don't think it's, it's cool for people to also be out there fucking them. Like, that's weird. That has to do something bad to the meat. If they've been ejaculated in by a man, a human, I don't know. All I'm saying is, these people should be famous. They should be embarrassed beyond, <laughs> to the highest level possible, because that is insane to me. That a group of people, a group of people would sexually assault farm animals. And I want to know who the leader was. I want to know which one of them was the leader and how we convinced them to um, to do this. Or if he was just something he was into and managed to, to coax them out their shells and come join in his sick uh, ritual. The world is insane. On the flip side of these gentlemen getting 41 years, a bus driver, Shane Pinch, Pinche? I don't know how to say his name, but it's P-I-N-C-H-E. I don't know. It could be pinche, but I, I don't. I, I'm not sure. He's a bus driver that raped a 14-year-old girl, and this motherfucker's not even getting jail time. Meanwhile, the guys that raped the livestock for five years are getting 41 years. It's funny how America works, ain't it? Real fucked up how America works. You fuck with the farm animals. They locking your ass up. You rape you rape an underage girl? Eh. We might let you go. It's insanity. I, I can't believe I'm even telling somebody this. But, but that's where we at in society. All fucked up. More news. And this, I told y'all, this is going to be short. So forgive me for blowing through this. But I don't got a lot of memory left on my little Libsyn account. So I can't give y'all the long podcast I normally do, or the 40 to 50 to 30, whatever. Can't do that today. But anyway, a uh, hot topic on my timeline. There's a high school principal in Houston who enforced a dress code for the parents. So the dress code included no saggy pants and tank tops and ripped jeans for men. And for women, the dress code includes no uh, hair bonnets, I guess silk hair wraps, low-cut t-shirts, leggings, Daisy Dukes. And there may be something else I'm leaving out. But that's her rules for her school. For her high school, might I add. I'm cool with that. To me, I'm cool. I have no issues with that whatsoever. Apparently, people on Facebook don't feel the same way. Some people are up in arms about this shit and they disagree with it. And one of my homegirls pointed out, she said, well, she wouldn't let a woman enroll her child in the school because of what she was wearing. My opinion of that is that, well, if that parent came up to the school wearing anything like that to enroll her child, that child, keep in mind, this is high school level, that child was probably embarrassed anyway. 
and if the principal is there trying to change the culture of the school, I have no issues with that whatsoever. If people are constantly coming up there looking raggedy, like they just rolled the fuck out of bed, I'm with that. Don't disrespect yourself like that. Don't disrespect your child. Now, to me, it's, it's different. If they're in high school, your kids should be on the road to independence anyway. And you shouldn't really be there unless you're a part of some type of club or something happened. There's some type of emergency. But at the high school level, you shouldn't be walking your kids into school. You shouldn't have to constantly be there unless there's like a specific reason. And even if that is the case, in most situations like that, you know what's coming. If it's a conference, if you're volunteering for something, that should be built into your schedule. Typically, when people build things into their schedule, they go through their wardrobe and plan what they're going to wear. Or at least make sure they got a couple of pieces of clothes, articles of clothes, that's, that's going to be respectable enough to wear to set an appointment. You don't just roll out the bed all willy-nilly with a fucking bonnet on your head with some dingy-ass jeans and a tank top. But if you do, you need your ass whooped. Because at this point in the game, you're setting a real bad example for your kids. And I feel it when the principal says that you are your child's first teacher. From what I, I get from that is that she's like, hey, if you aren't going to be an example for your child in the home, you damn sure going to be an example for them when they leave to come handle and conduct business at school. And I, wanna, this, I want this to be a good environment for all the other kids going there. I have no issues. To me, this is on the same level when I talked about how we have peers, friends, associates, coworkers, whatever, and they may go out into the world being a grown-ass individual and commit a crime. And no matter how petty we may feel that the crime is they committed or whatever we view the issue, whatever, I'm not giving them a pass if they knew what they were doing. You know what goes with certain shit. So I'm not finna sit here and yell, free you, when you normally went and violated. Especially if you did it in a, in a way that I don't think meets your level of intelligence. And that's me being nice. If you went out and did something stupid, I'm not finna be free whoever. No, you knew what you was doing. Especially if I know you arrogant about the shit. And that's my issue. Sometimes when adults do shit, if you look at people in uh, political office right now, we yell at our kids and we look at other kids and see how they act in our neighborhoods and our communities or whatever. And we'll be like, oh, these kids are all fucked up. Or my kid was acting crazy today, driving me crazy. We will hold children more accountable than we will adults. So my thing is, what's the problem? Why there should be no issue for an adult to meet the same standard that they're expecting their children to meet. If you don't like your kids going to a school where the teacher requires you to wear a uniform, one, you weak minded, two, disenrolled. So you can go be raggedy wherever. Because if you got your kids wearing a uniform to school, I feel like it's only right that if you have to come up there to the school, you look presentable as well. Because we're supposed to be preparing them for the world outside of high school because a lot of times when you leave high school or while you're in high school the first job you get you wear a fucking uniform you got to be presentable that's adult one-on-one 
unless you're lucky enough to own your own business or maybe you work in a industry or profession where you got to use your hands and you're going to get dirty. Shout out shout out to the to the laborers for real cuz they got a hard job. But even those guys are in some sort of uniform. They're dressed appropriate to their profession. They have on jeans, boots, t-shirts with often with the logo of the company they work for. But they're dressed appropriately for what they're doing. Now if if Jake is on the job site and he has to get called into school because Hakeem fucked up or Hakeem got hurt and he has to run to the school real quick, I completely understand that. That's, that's something I get. If Monica's at the gym and the same situation happens with their child and she has to rush there real quick, that's cool. I understand that. But from what I understand, the principal's like, hey, you can stay in your car. You don't even have to get out. The, if you don't have to get out the car and you want to be dressed like that, fine. Just don't come into the school like that. If you know you got to be there at a certain time, I have no issue with that. But the parents, some of the parents disagree. Most people I saw, most people I saw had no issues. And the thing about it for me is that when I immediately, when I looked at it, I immediately thought wrong. And that's why I know in America we all fucked up to a little bit. Because I'm like, I'm picturing this principal. I'm like, who was this white man in my brain? automatically jump into the wrong fucking conclusion like a jackass instead of looking at the article. Turns out it's a black woman who's won awards for education before. Now, if that ain't us being accountable for ourselves because a lot of these these um, these um clothing items, I'll call them, are directly associated with black women. Directly. The bonnets and all the head wraps and all that shit. Cool. Now, if it's an ethnic head wrap, I'm all with that. You gotta let them people wear that around. That's how they protecting their hair. That's cool, but if you just got a bonnet on, you shouldn't be wearing it out the house. And I'll only give you a pass if you go into a hair appointment. But that shouldn't be part of your out-the-home wear. That's bullshit. Fellas, too. Fellas got to stop wearing do-rags out the crib. I used to do it all the time. Now that I ain't got no damn hair, to me, mm, keep it under a hat or something. And the lady didn't even say you couldn't wear hats, from what I read. Just be presentable. Respect yourself, respect your children, respect the the building you're going into because you are walking into a, a place of somebody's profession. At that time, when your child is there, guess what? They're a professional student. And when you go into that campus, you should be a professional fucking parent. Because that's your job, is to help them kids get through school and become productive adults. And if you can't do that, you got issues that you can't be held with. You need to think about maturing on your travel through adulthood. That's all I got on that. But in, in something else related to clothes, I was thinking to myself as I, I drove out my garage of, of my building and I saw this little boy. He's, he, he's probably maybe 14, 15, or even a little younger than that. And I'm, and I something I've been seeing a lot, and I mentioned it here a while ago, but I think he had like a Supreme or whatever them little it's a purse fam it's a purse that is a purse like you can't convince me that them bags ain't purses i don't give a fuck what rapper actor athlete whoever has them to me that's a purse you got it over your shoulder like that taking it everywhere with you that's a purse to me it's a purse sorry but that that's that's how i feel and if you pay if you pay attention to hip-hop history Professor Griff said a long time ago 
that the powers that be, the people with all the money that are in charge of fashion and how the fashion infiltrates hip-hop industry, they're going to do what they can to feminize the black man. If you look at, first it started with the pants, they shrunk the pants. Then they shrunk the chains. Now they're selling us purses. Nothing is the same, bro. And it's wild how they did it. It's wild. They shrunk the pants to the point that you can't fit anything in the pants. And now they're selling you a purse to go with. Damn. Ain't that a bitch. They got us. They got us. And then we have like the emo kids rapping. And I'm not talking about the music because I've come to this conclusion, man. If you can feed your fan without hurting nobody, man, I'm not opposed to you doing what you got to do. Just have some respect for the art form. Don't come out and make money in hip-hop and then shit on hip-hop once you become a big artist. Be like, I don't give a fuck about this shit. Those are the people I'm rooting for to fail because I think they're bad for our, our culture. It's a culture thing to me. But just like that culture vulture shit, it goes both ways. In this situation, I feel like these girls dressing like these guys are dressing like white girls that dressed in the 90s when I was coming up. With the jeans and the choker, the chokers and the fucking painted hair and goddamn fingernail. I guess I'm a hip-hop conservative. My bad. Sorry. Just how I feel. But to me, it presents as feminine. And Professor Griff hit the nail on the head because what he said came true. It's true. If you look at fashion right now, these fucking purses and tight-ass pants and shit. Maybe I don't understand. I'll say this. Maybe I don't make enough. Maybe I'm too broke. I don't make enough money. Could be I'm getting older. But I can also understand how us wearing fucking 5X tees and ridiculously baggy jeans, that shit look ridiculous. I can say that. I can accept that. And I don't know what's going to happen in the future. I don't know if these kids are gonna look back and be like, "I would look crazy," or it may be, it may just progress, and that may be the vibe and the trend or the style that carries on throughout history. I don't know. I just know I ain't gonna adapt. One, I don't have a body type, <laughs> and two, that shit just looks weird to me. Personal opinion. But before you buy that, your son, that that man back, keep it real, boy. Tell me it's a purse, man. It's a purse. Straight up and down. I don't care if it's made by Supreme, Louis, Gucci, Coach, Fanny, all that designer shit, designer bags. My nigga, those are purses. Keep it a buck with your son and let him know. Let him know he has a purse on. And I think that's all I wanted to talk about, man. If I missed it, shit, my bad. I got to catch y'all on the flip. As of right now, I'm shutting it down. Y'all can holler at me, noplayinthisride at gmail.com, noplay247 on Twitter. Capital N, lowercase O, capital P, L A Y. Apparently, I'm on all types of platforms I didn't know about. So, once again, Stitcher, SoundCloud, YouTube, Google Play, Podbean, TuneIn, and of course, iTunes. So, check me out, share it, and when you share it with your homies, tell them I keep it thorough, man. Tell them I'm telling the truth. But most importantly, tell them. You know, your way to tell them, do things to make yourself a better person. Change the world in your life one step at a time, if that makes sense. Change the world by changing yourself. That's what I mean.
We're going to go with that. Y'all be good out there. Peace.